the college football experience, Clemson and Florida state leaving the ACC and more hot takes episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet win bets. Now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. Win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet a hundred dollars. Get a hundred dollar free bet at sports gambling slash win bet. Once again, that's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T state restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the college basketball experience. Yes. March madness is heating up and you need to subscribe to the college basketball experience. Cause as Dick Vitale says, it's awesome, baby. So grab that, grab that episode on your subscribe on your subscription list. And remember as always to let it ride. This is Jerry Glanville. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Episode as always. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, well, my name is Kobe Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> oh yeah! Football season's never over here. Never over here. You know that if you've been with us for the years. But in case you're a newcomer, we talk college football year fucking round on here. We got a lot to talk about today. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for Farmer. Former defensive back for the JMU Dukes. Give it up for the burrito eating, side lad kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, had to warm up the vocals a little bit. You yeah. know, don't want to ask what you did last night. <laughs> I'm joking. Gargling I'm joking. A little, this, a little of that. You know. Uh, we are joined by third man in the booth, the DFS God himself. You can come play DFS still XFL, USFL, college basketball every single day. All right, let's go. All right. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking home brew making Have your car towed all the way to your house. And all you got for me is light beer. <laughs> Tobacco Road living, free lack giving. Former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Good up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, guys? Uh, My uh, beloved ACC. Let's talk. Struggling. 
<laughs> was that a a reference to uh, Nick? Are you brewing brewing light beers over there on Tobacco Road? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Can't can't you know, go crassly light my, beer. My whole my home brewing days uh, are mostly behind me now that I'm busy with kids and shit. Unfortunately, uh, but you're not you teaching know, them uh, how to brew their own beer in case the apocalypse comes. Come on, <laughs> perhaps when they're older. <laughs> I love all the college basketball fans that like accidentally jumped in here. Stick around a little. Stick around a while, guys. I mean, college football. Be if you like college basketball, you like college football too, right? Well, and these matter because if you want to see Florida State perhaps playing in the uh, the Big Ten. This matters for all. Good point. I don't give a shit if you're a college baseball fan or what. Or all swimming. of it matters. Yes. Yeah. Rob Donaldson <laughs> says, "Love this trio." There we go. Shout out to Rob Donaldson. We got a lot of news to talk about, and obviously, uh, can't hide from the title of this episode. Um, so, I guess we'll just jump right in on that. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I guess I could. I, I should mention that Charlie Strong was hired by Alabama today. Charlie Strong, <laughs> Charlie Strong. <laughs> In what capacity? I believe defensive analyst. Okay. All right. Failing upward. It's going to be a head coach in two years again. Hey, you know what? You know, go ahead, Nick. It's coaching rehab. Oh, I, say, hey, look, I mean, as a head coach, yeah, you might have some issues, but there's no reason why he can't be a, a fine analyst or a fine assistant. He recruits well. I think that's yeah. the real reason. He's keeping that Florida faucet. You know, why are you rolling? really part of the Alabama well, program? Which Alabama needs help recruiting, right? <laughs> well, they're not touche. pulling in the talent they used to, right? Well, <laughs> you know, they're known to look past a murder or two. <laughs> Easily the dirtiest do, program. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what it is? He's, he doesn't slip. There's an opportunity. He takes advantage of it every time. That's why they don't need any real help recruiting. <laughs> That's right. Uh, that was news. I'm trying to think if there's any other coaching news. Uh, I, I want to say like the, the O-line coach from Virginia tech who spent one year with Brent pry. He came over from uh, Wisconsin. He was hired away to Notre Dame, Virginia tech, losing their top paid assistant. Mm, mm, mm. They're not willing to pay, right? That's kind of, that's kind of real relevant for this episode because uh, well, we had two things. It was almost simul simultaneously. Like these things happened. Florida state's athletic director, uh, Michael Alford voiced his concern over the ACC in the future in the changing college athletics, uh, landscape. Uh, he said at the end of the day for Florida state to compete nationally, something has to change moving forward. He, I believe referenced the sec and big 12 are on the verge of doubling the amount of income. I'm not, I'm sorry, sec and big 10. And I even believe he said the big 12 would schools would be making more money than the ACC schools. If something doesn't change and Ouch. A, a little bit more money too. I don't think it's like, I don't think it's like a million dollars off. I think you're talking maybe about 10 to mm. 10 to $15 million more. The um, thing I heard was potentially 30 million behind other power five schools in revenue disparity. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Nothing I heard to too. Sneeze at. Well, <laughs> and the, and the pack 12s, the, the pack 12, uh, we don't know their TV deal yet. Obviously it won't be the same as what they were thinking with USC and US, UCLA leaving, but it's probably going to be something similar to the big 12. Now, why that's substantial is because when the ACC set up this deal till 2036, the value of live sports has gone up. So I know you could say, well, Clemson and Florida state and Miami all have been national champions 
doesn't really matter because they signed this deal a while ago. And just and the funny thing about that deal was I think at it was the celebrated. Time, it was celebrated, yeah, right, because it because it brought stability. Yeah, but I mean, just like if you're like a baseball player that that signs like a, a 15 year contract, it's like, dude, don't you want? I mean, salaries are only going to go up and up. You know, mm-hmm. stuff's not going down. So don't you want the chance to renegotiate in a few years? Yeah. So I mean, at the time, maybe it was a good thing for stability, but it turned out to be. <laughs> A very bad. Oh, thing I, I think ACC. it's the thing that uh, it, it, it's the thing that's killing them. Essentially, it's, it's the reason why I don't know that there will be an ACC in like five years. Oh, it's so, amazing that they can't negotiate a clause in there that like keeps them within a certain percentage of like the you know like the what what is it in the NFL when you get uh, franchised franchise player you're guaranteed to be one of the top five paid players at that position in the league. Wait, you're saying the ACC should cater to Clemson, Florida State, then? No, I'm saying they should make a deal with uh, ESPN that hey, if the whole you know market value of the sport goes up, then we don't get left way behind. You know, we're apparently about- that wasn't part of the deal. Yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> well, it's not. Well, well, I mean, you remember when the ACC expanded? First off, before, even long before the ACC network and stuff, when they expanded, the problem I think it was is they went with academics. And that and completely, yeah. they got on their high horse and they wanted to bring in these like prestigious academic reputations like Boston college, Syracuse. That was that. I mean, talk about a lack of, of foresight, dude, that, that could would be one of the things that ruins them also is that these schools bring really nothing to the table other than their academic prestige, which, which is meaningless. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I want to talk more about that in a second, but I want to read what so later in the same day, Clemson's athletic director, Graham Neff, uh, also, uh, according to the Charleston post said in all candor, I put it as a need. He said, as far as them, uh, changing the way, cause everyone gets 7% currently they're saying essentially Florida state, uh, Clemson, and there's rumors to be that Miami, North Carolina might be part of this as well. Uh, we certainly recognize the investment that we've uh, continued to make as an institution in our community and athletics, namely in football, which certainly drives a lot of the value that is important from a television and revenue generating standpoint. Is it time a revenue di- uh, distribution within conferences, or at least the ACC is done differently? Yeah. I've been active in those conversations within the league, which by the way, they talked about it this past year and guess what? They said, no, Everyone's still going to make the same and continue to expect to make it, uh, to take a leadership role in our desire to be, to, to have that be changed, uh, to have that be a change circumstances urgently. He said, um, and uh, it's funny because if you do dive into, into the, the money here, so starting, <laughs> this is the bad part is that starting with the, you know, the big, the big 10, when they add UCLA and USC, which it will be after this year. Right, every school will be making seventy-five million annually in the, the Big Ten. A- yes, the ACC schools will be making thirty million. <laughs> and here's what's even more fascinating. <laughs> That's more yeah. than double. Yeah. If I'm doing the math. Yeah, yeah. And, and here's what's even more fascinating is that UCF joining the Big Twelve will be, you know, assuming they don't change their thing. I think UCF would be making. Uh, more per year than Florida state and Miami at a decent amount too. more. I, uh, I think, I think we're talking 12 million. If this article's right, have I don't they, know. Uh, have yeah. they negotiated their, uh, Big their 12's new, TV got a new TV deal coming into play. Yeah. 
Okay, and it's supposed no, your to be mark just got it significantly higher than what the ACC currently yes. has. That's what I'm saying. The ACC is in this spot, essentially, folks, to try to to try to explain it to someone maybe that that is a lay fan. Their contract's not up till 2036, so that means the revenue at 30 million, uh, essentially per school, seven percent, I guess, of that is what they get each school. Uh, that's going to stay the same until 2036 or until a school can buy their way out of it. The problem is, cause I know that Florida state's athletic director said, cause they asked him at the board of regions, the, how much money Well, 120 million to get to, to breach the contract. Right. But that doesn't include the grant of rights, which is three to four times higher than that. So you're talking like, <laughs> like 500 some million dollars. I think if, if around there, give or take, obviously right. I think this would have to go to court, but right. Yeah, the the one the 120 million is the exit fee. Yeah, but the grant the grant of rights is a lot more than that. But nobody can quite pinpoint exactly how much it would be. I, I don't know why that's so difficult. We're we're not experts here. We're just kind of hearing you know, repeating what we heard. But it's a shit ton of money, and that's why saying that the ACC might be you know non-existent in five years, I think, is a little bit of a stretch. I wouldn't rule anything out. I, I would not be shocked by that either. But if it, if it wasn't, because it, I don't know, I, I, I can say this though, is that d- what point does it become feasible for other co- for So right now the big 10, the sec shit, even the big 12, probably not looking to add those to any teams because they know that, that, that figure to get the grant of rights, they wouldn't have that until 2036. They would have their away games, not their home games. Right. So, no, and nobody has ever broken a grant of rights early. Ever yeah. It's super college, expensive. Academics. It's super fucking. Yeah. Right. So and how much more money? So what would other conferences have to gain? Obviously, you know, Clemson, Florida state, a couple others are attractive schools, but it's one more piece of the pie that you got to divvy up. So unless, unless it helps their in, in, in renegotiating, get even more. And, and that has to offset that exit fee and, you know, breaking the grant rights. So I don't see anything happening anytime soon. Well, that's, what's interesting. Cause I think Clemson obviously has fantastic value right now, but yeah. I did find that interesting. I think I was listening to another pod where they were saying uh, Florida state only has. So out of the top five games of every single college football weekend, the way that I heard this or, and, and I, I did not double check this. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Um, but that Florida state only has had one top five college football game of the weekend over, uh, over the past five years. And that was a Sunday standalone game against LSU. Wow. Which they've, they've, they've been shitty over the last five years, which, but that also, does, if TV execs that aren't in love with college football are calling the shots, why would that? I mean, I guess I understand the appeal. Florida state's won national championships and you're bound to get back, you know, into playing better football. But at the same time, I don't understand why there'd be such a demand for it for them. I understand Clemson. I understand right. Clemson, but uh, uh, well, so the other option is is unequal revenue distribution within the ACC. No other conference has that right now. That that has, I believe that that has existed in the past in the Pac-12 and the Big 12, maybe. Big 12 uh, the Big sure. 12, not the Pac-12. Yeah, yeah. if the, the Pac-12, never, never if the, the Pac-12, Pac-12 did, UCLA and USC would probably still be there. Right. Well, it, it doesn't now, but I think yeah. Well, maybe we see how that worked out for existed. Texas, though. I mean, Texas said, yeah, we're yeah, taking Texas more of the money still and fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I don't think that. I mean, I don't think that's a long term. I don't think that's a good plan. Well, I, also, if if you're Syracuse, then why would you let? Why would you say, hey, let's pay Miami more 
and and Florida State more and Clemson more and and they still leave just like Texas just did. Right. 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 I think Texas is a lesson learned that if you're Iowa State or something. Or, or AKA Syracuse that you just take all the money you can right now. You sign this contract. You're stuck. You're stuck in this. Fuck yeah, you. Right. you know why, are we gonna, well, yeah, yeah. why are we going to pay you more to go, you know, help you get better on your next step to uh, the sec or big 10. Right. You should be funding your other programs yeah. more <laughs> stiff, stiff Miami and Florida state for now. I want to talk about this more, but hang on. I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience is brought to you by win bet. Yes, uh, WinBet is the official online sports book for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win live, including live betting and same game parlays, aka WinBets. Build your own bets. Uh, plus, March Madness is almost here. There are tons of ways to win. Uh, you can get down on on obviously March Madness, XFL, NHL, NBA. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet, li- limited to state availability. And of course, uh, for our DGens only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a thousand dollar free credit. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. So they know that we sent you once again that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T offer subject to change terms and condition winbet.com must be 21 older present state where win bet is available. If you were somebody knows again problem call one 4700 We're also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. Yes, brand new, brand new stuff going in there. College football experience t-shirts, campus edition. Also, so whatever your team is, we'll probably have it in there. Uh, college basketball just have first half unders t-shirts. I'm wearing the XFL gambling podcast t-shirts. Hop on over there. We got shirts, hats, sweats, hoodies. Go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to check out that. Um, also want to tell you that uh, we are brought to you by Talkify. Yes. Talkify. Life is full of what ifs. So what if you try something new when it comes to dating? Yes. Talkify is a new way to meet other serious singles. Talking to you, Patty C. Hello. You a serious single Patty C? Ah, I don't know about serious. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an idiotic single. But honestly, what, what, what if they help you find what you're looking for? All right. You know, maybe you're having a hard time meeting great people to date because let's be honest, this is, you know, there is a lot of trash out there in the world. All right. Um, so, so instead of doing the same method over and over and over, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pull a, you know, a Dabo Sweeney and say, Brandon Streeter, I understand you're, you've been with Clemson a while. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> here comes in, uh, you know, Lincoln Riley's brother. What, what's his first name again? I'm drawing the blank. I'm drawing a blank on that too. Garrett Riley. Oh, yeah, Garrett Garrett Riley. Nice yeah. pull. Nice pull. Garrett uh, and Lincoln. But he's switching it up. You know, sometimes you got to do that. It's time to say goodbye to swiping and bring back the human touch to dating. And that's like that. with Talkify. Yeah. All right. Confidence is key when dating. But if you struggle to find worthwhile connections, it can be dif- difficult to feel your best when meeting new people. Well, we get it. Right? With Talkify, though, you feel confident that you're meeting someone special who was picked just for you. Talkify is the, nu- is the country's number one modern matchmaking service that is designed to help you achieve relationship success. Yes. They're trusted com- compatibility specialist hand select successful and compelling candidates. So you can date, uh, you know, productively, you know, maybe uh, if you hop on there and you say I'm a big fan of Bruce Lee, maybe they'll <laughs> ask you that. 
They're going to go out there and they're going to try to find you some gal or or guy, perhaps. I don't fucking know on the other side of the planet that might be down with Bruce Lee. And they'll say, Hey, why don't you come watch enter the dragon together? And boom, next thing you know, you enter this office space. Yeah. <laughs> That's Kung Fu. Uh, you know what they need to do? They need to hook it up. Have you guys seen that, that new like thing where you, it's a fake set of lips and like you're kissing the other person on the phone. It's like, you know, demolition what? man, demolition man, where like they're, they're making out over the internet or whatever it is through the little like headset. Mm. Now they have like a little set of rubber lips that the other person's kissing Mm. And like you're feeling it through your own set of rubber lips across the internet, and so give me talk. Talk Talkify doesn't have rubber lips, Pat. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't I want people like to put do a lot with the rubber lips. Talkify has something better than rubber lips. All right, <laughs> they're, they're they're committed to finding your match. They got a team that's going to work with you. Eighty percent of clients met their person within their first twelve matches. So, uh, and right now, Talkify is offering our listeners twenty percent off. When you become a client at talkify.com slash SGPN, that's T A W K I F Y.com slash SGPN for 20% off. When you become a client that is talkify.com slash S G P N. Here's what we need. Here's what we need to happen. We need Patty C to sign up. We need him to go out on a date and we, we video record the date. And that's part of the show. We, we, yeah. we, we air yeah. it. Rob right? Donaldson says Patty Caesar referring to a uh, pocket pussy. <laughs> That's sounds <laughs> that like to me. <laughs> right. got, some, uh, you got yourself some pocket pussy. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> no. lips we talking about here. <laughs> d- t- tell us, uh, tell Talkify to hook me up with a free uh, membership, or tell SGPN to uh, hook me yeah, up. Twenty percent off, buddy. Come yeah. on. That's true. I, uh, you know, I'm chintzy. Get over to Talkify. Meeting your soulmate isn't worth a few bucks. Yeah. You know what? I am all about the Tinder lifestyle. Actually, now they even charge for that. Ridiculous. Tinder. They're charging for this Ta- shit. Talkify is your solution, buddy. Look, and Talkify, you just put in there, I'm interested in the ACC's demise. Right? And all of a sudden, it's gonna link oh, you up. I'd be hooked up with the entire yeah, South. Haters, yeah, right? to the haters. Nick right, number one, you're gonna get a date with Moneyline Mac. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh a bromance is born. So wait, right now we have this 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 chaos going on and on, on the college landscape, I will say. And I find it, I find it really compelling, but I also think this next like five years are super important to every university. So when I look around and I see Mike Elko at Duke, look, I, I was thinking about this. I was like, man, if you're a Duke basketball fan, you need to be a Duke football fan right now and support their football program. Because if over the next five years, they're able to be a winning program, like winning nine, 10 games or eight, nine games, whatever. And you're able to draw a decent number. It increases your value to be attractive to the big 10, big 12 or, or sec or within the ACC so that you get a better TV deal when that, when this does happen. So either way, I can't stress this enough right now. If you're a Clemson fan, I mean, sorry, if you're a uh, Syracuse fan, if you're a Boston college fan, if you're a Pitt fan, if you're an NC state or wake fan, Georgia tech, who else am I missing in the eight Louisville, Georgia tech's a big one. Yeah. Pitt. Pitt, all those teams need to get their shit together. What that's when I look at like Tony Elliott and Brent pry and I go, I yeah. hope it happens for them because yeah. you know, I, I, I really think right now and I, more so than ever, normally we give programs a hard time when they don't give coaches three or four years to me. If, if they don't win this year, 
I might consider firing them knowing mm. the circumstances. Yeah. No, knowing how fat and with the portal, you, you get a bigger name, but you can bring in some transfers and all of a sudden chart. Cause if TV execs that are not deep into college football are calling the shots, yeah. they're just going to look at the fucking numbers and, and it, it sucks, but it is what it is. If not, you're going to find out Boston college is going to be playing in the, and uh, they're going to be an independent. They're going to be playing Yukon and UMass as an independent. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Start that Northeast football conference that C wants. That old Joe Pye talked about forever. I mean, Nick, no, you're, you're, you're an ACC back. guy. Talk to me. Let's, yeah. Yeah. Let's go back to the TV contract right now. So, right now, the clear winner is ESPN because they're, they're basically they're getting a Power Five conference for pennies on the dollar. But don't you think that a strong ACC would also benefit ESPN? And if these teams are going to really, if the, if the league as a whole is really going to start getting worse and worse and worse every year, because they don't have the dollars to compete. Do you think ESPN might be willing to restructure that contract and give them more money or, or cut it off early or something? Maybe, but I could also see Fox saying, well, ESPN would need to, cause their rivalry with Fox. I could see Fox saying, Hey, my, Miami, Florida state Clemson." Right. That's that was my my yeah, yeah. the yeah. second point of that was that the the ESPN also does not want a strong Big Ten, and yeah. we know the Big Ten is is right there neck and neck with the SEC, yeah. and if they can cherry pluck the the best of the ACC, that's something that ESPN probably wants to avoid. The problem is though, man, if they do restructure and try to get Miami and Boston College, or I'm sorry, Miami and uh, Florida State and Clemson and North Carolina more money. You will have to get the other programs to admit that they're not as valuable, and that won't happen. And uh, if I was right. if I was Syracuse or Pitt, I would sue the fuck out of them, saying, "No, you agreed on this contract." And I oh, think you, that's so you're talking about the unequal revenue distribution. Yeah, I'm I talking think, about a, a new contract with ESPN. I, I don't think that's realistic. I, I don't. I think that probably not. Probably if they not. if they reworked it, they would rework it in their favor for Clemson. North Carolina, Miami, and, and I don't know that everyone would be on a board. The problem is, is when you have 14 people sitting at the table, you're going to have some split, some splits here. I mean, they just tried to do it, it and apparently right. the vote was no, and right and rightfully so. I would have voted no if I was Wake Forest <laughs> school well, president. I, I'd say fuck let's, you. Yeah. Let's face it: half the teams in the ACC bring nothing to the table. If hmm. quickly we mentioned uh, UVA, you forgot them, Colby. They don't bring yeah. much to the table either. Yeah, well, that's so what I'm saying. At least half the teams. At least, at least Duke has basketball, which I know football is the the real cash cow. Yeah, but ba- and basketball second. But a well, lot Duke's of also schools- got Elko. Where I look and I say, now who knows how long Elko's there? Yeah. But I think right now, actually, Duke is in a decent spot where if they can keep winning a couple games, you don't have to chart in the the top five, but to be somewhat respectable makes it more attractive with your basketball program. And also I think North Carolina would also fight for you. I think it's more important now than ever, especially in the PAC 12 in the PAC 12 and the ACC, the two ones that are, are, are I think doomed uh, unless they, unless they get their shit together, they got to win now. Like I was telling Patty, see this before we went, we went live. I go, man, Colorado's Deion Sanders thing. I don't even care if, I mean, I obviously as a Colorado fan, I want them to go 12 and oh, but yeah it's more relevant just for the eyes on TV right now. It's going to put them probably to be able it to find them a in a good safe home. spot. Yeah. yeah. But and still I, they're also, I mean, these teams have to have a home if they leave the, a- the ACC. We've well, already talked about the challenges and the hurdles of them leaving with the exit fee, the grant rights, but also I, we already mentioned it again too. We have to have a conference that wants them that is willing to cut the piece of the pie. One more, you know, thing 
divide it up with between one more person or two more people. Well, so you got to find a home for these well, guys. You can't the, just say the ACC is dissolving because they got to go somewhere. Well, no, that, I, I, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But I do think uh, those four that are kind of saying this right now, or have been rumored to be saying this North Carolina, Miami, uh, Florida state and Clemson, they will find a home easily. To Chad's point, why is Miami included in, in there? <laughs> I Do they still it's... get that much? You know, are are there are there TV numbers that? I mean, who who cares about twenty four like seven sports? Is, yeah, uh, but it's still Miami it's still afloat. the city probably helps it too. Oh, right the now they have what? like UCLA still the city won't go to a home game. True, but they still when you have that many millions of people living there, it, it increases your chances of watching it. You know what I mean? Like. So like, it's like UCLA's value, you know, UCLA's value because of their media market makes them more powerful than UCLA hasn't done shit in 20 years. You know what I mean? Like, uh, actually that's a perfect Miami had the number seven recruiting class in the country. Granted, they've been overrated and they've underperformed for as long as you can, uh, as long as it seems possible, but they still a top 10 recruiting class is going to get, you know, it's going to get a big time invite from someone. You know, you don't want to just throw that away. I still think though, dude, I, I think you're undervaluing the TV exec side of this. Like they're going to get an invite because Miami's a big city. I don't think it has anything to do with recruiting class anymore. I think it is. Are you in a big market? Can you draw numbers? I think cache. Yeah. I think, you know, Miami still has the Miami name, you know, from the five national championships. Yeah. But big markets still matter. Yeah. Do they do they matter as much as they used to? Like, is the Big Ten are like are they really happy with Rutgers in Maryland? You know. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe I mean, they, they are. Maybe they are. Maybe they're bringing in you know a lot of uh, television sets. I don't know, but I mean, it seems like ten years ago it was all about. I mean, obviously Rutgers and Maryland went to the Big Ten because it's New York, it's DC TV markets. I think I don't know with, with at least fans. There's I think there's been a backlash, but. I'm sure it still matters. I just wonder if it matters as much as it used to. So I'm looking right now, the most watched football program since 2001 and Miami is not in the top 20 Clemson's number 19. Well, let me ask right? you this. What small market schools have gotten an invite to a big, big time conference? Cincinnati, Cincinnati, no. UCF. No, that's not BYU. a small uh, I don't BYU, even know maybe. they have a huge alumni though. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like they have an entire uh, religion. Yeah. Um, um Cincinnati's not huge either. Cincinnati's a solid Well, it's market. still not it's not Greenville or Starkville or something. Teams, yeah. Two pro yeah. sports yeah. teams. Uh but I'm looking right now where Miami falls on this. So Florida State is twenty fifth. Right? Florida State is ahead of Cincinnati, but only by three spots. Um Miami is 35th, North Carolina 36th. Hmm. So there's that. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Maryland's behind that, by the way. Um, yeah, because they said, like, you're getting the DC market. Where's Rutgers? Because it was argued that you're getting the New York market, which was total bullshit. The problem is New Rutgers, Rutgers is 58th. Yeah. And, and, and it's New York City, right? They're getting the, the yeah. uh, New York City market. Yeah, right. That's not Rutgers town. <laughs> but I think the problem is, is when I am looking at this right now, most of the ACC is behind number 50. You know what I mean? Like uh, to give you an idea, Syracuse is behind Syracuse is behind coastal Carolina. Well, go back yeah. to when, go back to when these, when the ACC expanded, they didn't bring in huge football schools. Yeah. It, it, they um, almost brought in schools that were better at basketball or they had the academics. Well, Virginia bringing in Miami, Tech, Miami. Yeah. Well, Virginia tech uh, okay, wasn't, well, they didn't have a, a rich history. Yeah. Yeah. But my Syracuse, I think in Boston college, 
That, if anything, I mean, Syracuse had a better foot when when they and that one was this oh five maybe, oh uh, four I think oh four Syracuse 05 actually had a great football history <laughs> at that point Syracuse you know eighties uh, and nineties were a ranked team and you go back to the seventies and sixties they won national championships and shit uh, so I would argue that Syracuse more so than Virginia Tech probably was their their angle of oh we add this yeah yeah. On a little more but, sustained value. There. But I still don't know how big Syracuse football is. Even if they were good in that time period, you know, just because the team was good, they they had the right coach at the right time. I don't. I still don't know if there's a huge Syracuse football following. Well, I think they're more of a basketball school, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I think geographic considerations were probably more in the early 2000s a thing. Whereas yeah. now it's like teams are going all over, or con- conferences are willing to go cross country for a team. So, right. yeah. Th- uh, Right now, I'm counting. There's four, and like the uh, from 80 on, there's four ACC schools. That's far. That's, that's pretty sad. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it, it just presents Where's Greenville. Pr- Where's Greenville, North Carolina? 71st. <laughs> Hell yeah! There we go. They're ahead of Syracuse. They're ahead of Duke. They're ahead of Boston College. I think Boston College might be the worst. Well, there's your um, question. I mean, you sign up ECU to the ACC. Well, yeah, that, where's uh, Harrisonburg? <laughs> I was listening to one. I was listening to one uh, podcast where they were trying to guess the the future of the ACC fifteen yeah. years from now, and they were saying like ACC South Florida Tulane there with Duke NC State Wake Forest uh, uh, the Virginia schools, but uh, Carolina Florida State Miami and Clemson all gone and Louis they had Louisville gone too. They thought the the Big Twelve would snatch up Louisville. I mean, is I that really that. that different from what's happening to the Pac twelve right now? Well, it is different because the Pac twelve still con- c- controls their own destiny because they their TV contract. The ACC is basically like the what I find they're so compelling about this. That, yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. They, they're yeah. in the spot where it, they it, haven't lost anybody yet, though. True. True. Twelve has true, but the Pac twelve with the brand new TV contract and a playoff spot. You, right. Like like you said, like you know, you start to to get eyes on on some of those other programs, and that you increase their value, so you renegotiate again in five years. You know what I mean? And and then you got something going. Like if Dion's the most one of the most watched teams in college football, or Oregon, or Washington, uh, that you keep building into that. If Oregon State keeps improving, if Arizona State shows there. up, or yeah. then you're able to to sit back down. The thing that's really killing the ACC is the fact that these schools. Are are based off of the value of they were in like 2015 when this contract was signed. Yeah. So let me ask you this: Now with NIL, which and apparently schools cannot pay players directly, <laughs> so the, the the revenue that you bring in is basically for facilities. Yeah. Unless there's a way to also funnel it and to to pay players to come there. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's ways. I'm sure I don't is, trust right? the NCA to be. That, 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 to me, they can't. They can't police anything right now. No, I'm um, sure there's some church. Yeah. But some churches, Dabo will. Uh, yeah. Route it through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I do not trust that 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 everyone's playing fairly. But I do think what makes this super compelling, and I wanted us to go through these teams. I think right now more than ever the Pac-12 and ACC need to win. But this is an ACC episode because of what the what both you know uh, athletic directors said. It's topical. I want to talk about the ACC and right now do we have which programs do you think will increase their value over the next few years where they could be? Like and which one should be panicked and thinking, "Man, we're going to end up we're going to end up independent or in the new conference USA or something." Um let's start with 
I I think we all agree that Miami will be will be fine probably. Yeah. Even though I do find it interesting because I don't think Cristobal is the right man for the job. So I do think they're going to continue to be uh, average. Less than stellar. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't I don't think they'll be drawing in huge numbers because yeah because of that. Now Florida State is an, is one that I do think could this very year chart on a bunch of them. If they're able to live up to the hype, I think Florida sure. State will be fine. Yeah. Right. Even though, do you worry f- if if this takes five years for this to happen because the grant of rights, whatever, whenever that threshold is to buy out of it, or if ESPN wants to renegotiate, whatever, whatever, or the Big Ten comes calling, which I, I think we're still f- a while a ways away. And, and also because and and they're just about to sign contracts. How long are their co- contracts? Are they signing? Because they're Big not going to. The, the Big Ten has another one before. Yeah. And but the they're not going to do anything un- until that next one because, once yeah. again, if, if they can't get more money, they're not going to sign another school if, if 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 they're not bringing money to the table. So, it's premature that anybody any of these schools leave in the next five years. Listen to this. Well, this is what's hilarious about how bad the ACC is fucked. The Big Ten reups again in 2030, right? Once again, their value will go up. I, b- yeah. I believe the SEC goes up again in 25, right? Uh, the Big 12 is going to re up again. They just signed a short deal. And I imagine the Pac 12, that's what everyone's learning is you have to go short. Go short. Go yes. short. So that yeah. even hurts them more. But, but also, if you're Florida State, obviously these are critical years here. But what happens over this five year stretch where UCF's making more money than you? <laughs> yeah. They, they, they've already been better than you making less money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it presents just, uh, just, uh, just a compelling stories all throughout the Atlantic coast conference, but I think Florida state will be fine. I, they, this is a big year for them. It's a gigantic year for, for right. both Miami and Florida state. Obviously Cl- what you have to worry about are the small private schools or the schools at wake forest, you know, Boston college, hold on, hold on. Uh, let's, 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 let's go, let's go up. Let's go up the, the up the coastline. Yeah, up the coastline here because after that you get Georgia Tech. Yeah, Dude, Georgia third. Tech just hires Brent Key, a, a former Yellow Jacket, and they hired him apparently because they didn't have much money, right? They, <laughs> apparently they wanted other Which coaches. Still baffles me. Yeah, that still baffles me. Well, they're they're one to me. I look at and was like, okay, what what might save them is they're in Atlanta, but the and fact they have SEC uh, history, right? They're, yeah, I yeah. mean. SEC is not going to go after Georgia. Yeah, Tech. I don't think they're going to go. Oh, they they should. Not. If they are, why should good? They? they're an academic school, dude? Athens yeah. is like <sighs> hour and a half down the road. True, but so is like. What does Georgia uh, Tech bring to the table? The only thing, Nick, that could save them is the Atlanta TV market. Alabama and Auburn are right next to each other. They're both major contributors. Again, yeah, but is that the, goes back the Atlanta T- <laughs> the the Atlanta T the Atlanta TV market Georgia Tech. No, but I I still think it, to TV execs it, to have two teams there would be appealing. There's more Kentucky fans in Atlanta than than there's Georgia Tech. Fans. Probably, but hey, it wasn't that long ago Georgia Tech they're, was relevant. They're going to bring yeah. in Clemson. They already got South Carolina. They're not if, if if Clemson can get to win in eight, nine, ten games a year for the next five years. Clemson or uh, that Georgia is, Tech. That is, that's uh, that's different, man. Because Clemson right now is bigger than South. No, Carolina. he meant to say Georgia, Georgia, Tech. Georgia Tech. He meant to say Georgia. If oh, Georgia okay. Tech yeah. is uh, not running triple option, I hate to say it, but if they're playing a sexy brand of football and they're winning eight or nine games a year in Atlanta, then they are, have a five-year window and they just hired a, a, a guy who's never they're, been a head coach. They're fucking it up. Yeah, they're not doing a good job, but they they could position themselves 
easily to be. Uh, I don't see you know, a SEC runner. interest in Georgia yeah. Tech. I think it, Big Twelve, uh, maybe Big Ten, because Big Ten likes to little get a little academic. I can see also. the Big Twelve only I because Big 12. Georgia Tech's uh, uh, stock is so low right now. Yeah. We're, we're seeing it in all time low. They just ran an uh, an offense. Culturally, that, they don't fit in the SEC. They really they're not don't. idiotic. Yes, we get it. They have good <laughs> academics. But, yes, but if the Big Twelve is trying to get Texas a doesn't more southeastern to to match with UCF, it would make a lot of sense to go after a team in Atlanta. And I think your I mark agree. would be would be wise to that. I think your mark's been super impressive so far of all the commissioners. Um, uh, Clemson will be fine. I even think if Clemson, even if they ended up six and six, seven and five, I still think they got the fans. They got everything. They'll well, be now fine. They got basketball going too. Yeah, I yeah. think they'll be fine. I think Clemson is the one sure bet that will be fine, yeah. no matter how the cookie crumbles. Uh, North Carolina, I think will be fine. Yeah, they should be. Duke. Duke is one is very interesting. A great first year for Elko, and this could be such a blessing in disguise for Duke fans. And that's why I would encourage any. Duke fan to get out there and support their football program because <laughs> this is vital years right now. Same with Clawson. You wonder if if five years from now they could look back and say, "Damn, Dave Clawson's had ten straight winning seasons or nine straight winning seasons, whatever." That might make them appealing to maybe a Big Twelve. I don't know. Um, but Duke basketball will always be fine. Yes, yes. Yeah, but, but I Duke could see them in the Big East if they sucked. If they had Tony Elliott right now, now, and we're sitting there panicking, I'd say, "Man, Duke's gonna end up in the Big East, right?" That'd be that'd be that'd be fun, man. That, that would be, be a blast. <laughs> well, I think now if their football could be good, because yeah. I don't think for their university that would be fun, because right now they've been getting no, some of that no. ACC football w- money. Of course, not. yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, some of the basketball games would be a lot of fun. But yeah, yeah. But, but that's so far down the road, though. I mean. But if you're ace, if you're Duke and Wake, wakes up shit creek. Yeah, Wake doesn't. Wake, ha- Wake is a problem. Wake yeah. Wake is in much more trouble than Duke. But if what if you do have a decade of winning football? Five years from now, let's say this contract's up and you have a decade of winning football. You don't think the Big Twelve would maybe bite on that? Big Twelve would much rather. Oh, have Big Louisville. Twelve maybe. Yeah. Big Twelve maybe. Oh, I know. Much Louisville. rather have Louisville. Yeah. 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 I think they probably rather have Georgia Tech. I agree. I agree. I think they would go for Georgia Tech over Wake. Yeah. But I still think Wake. Could be an interesting one if they build that winning culture over a decade. You're talking about people that live in that area over a decade of winning Again, football. They're not stacking the stands. True, but right now it's it's still relatively, you know, young into their winning ways. How many winning yeah, seasons have they had in a row? If you can There's, build on a generation of that, they already have Vanderbilt. They don't need another Vanderbilt. <laughs> I'm yeah, not exactly. saying the SEC. I'm saying oh, Big Twelve. Yeah, I keep thinking SEC. Um. They, I do think you may may be right. They they might add a little intrigue to the Big Twelve. I'm curious right now. I'm looking right now at Wake football seasons. How many winning football seasons they've had in a row? Uh, you make a good point. Like they, ten straight years of winning. A, well, you, all you need is to build a generation that's used to them winning. Yeah. So I mean, in 2020, so they've had two, three, four, five, six out of seven years. In 2020, they didn't have a winning season. So I think that that. If if you can continue another five six years of this of ten nine you'd ten have, uh, you know, you know have eleven out of twelve winning seasons. I mean, think about UCF and Cincinnati were on the outside of that bubble distinctly before they had a great five last years. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they got the invite in. Maybe, well, let's go back to t- let's go back to TV market. So Orlando and Cincinnati is a lot better, bigger than Winston Salem. <laughs> well, Touché. and the fact that the schools the schools are a lot bigger. You're talking about two big public universities. Yeah. You're talking about tiny little Wake Forest as like a. Enrollment of like ten thousand, if that. that. That's the thing is, I think TV execs would look at that too. Yes, 
And, and I, I don't think, think I think that would be the Big Twelve is, to Wake. And Big Twelve ain't gonna bite on academics. <laughs> I think Wake's no. gonna end up in the the new ACC or the AAC. Um, yeah, you're probably right. Let's switch over to. I mean, Duke's. What, what do you think about Duke, Nick? You think they're on the same train as Wake or what? I think Duke has a little bit more going for it because Duke basketball is is huge. I mean, Duke basketball is, if not the premier program, a top three or top five, yeah. and I think that goes a long way. So there, I think Duke is a, a little bit more attractive. Uh, but as far as what conference they might, yeah, I mean, they could go. I mean, I think the first off, the ACC is not going to just completely dissolve. So yes, they would probably be one of the teams with Wake in a newly formed ACC. We're talking potentially ten years down the road. Yeah. It's not going to happen anytime soon. So I think that yeah, they would stay in the ACC. I think, and but it, it would be definitely diminished from at least a football side of things. I see Moneyline Mac in the chat talking about Duke in the Big East. Um, but he Moneyline Mac's a West Virginia guy, and this is one thing that I did find compelling that the Big Twelve. You know, one one person was hi, hi, hypothesizing who would they be able to market for or go after in the. Uh, in the ACC and the top ones that came to mind were Virginia tech Pitt, and, and uh, Louisville, which would all make sense for rivals with West Virginia and all be great in Cincinnati. Fits. And you that have, does, they do fit in the big, in a big 12. I, yeah. I agree. And those rivalries would be great. You would have West yeah. Virginia, Virginia tech back. You'd have the backyard brawl back Cincinnati, Louisville. I, they, they're, they just took their coach. So that's our, and they're right there next to each other. Oh yeah, uh, as, as well as uh, you know Louisville and, and Pitt. I feel like back to the Big East days. Shout out to our guy Brett Rinker throwing out the wake enrollment. So yes, it was less than 10k. Uh yeah, man, that's that's brutal. Shout out to Brett. Um, great man, great American, great American. Uh, so uh, NC State, I think they're one of the most interesting teams of this whole mix. Yeah, NC State is Virginia Tech. Pretty much, but no, Virginia Tech's in Blacksburg. That's not true. Virginia true. Tech is Kansas yeah. State. Only Kansas State somehow ended up with. <laughs> uh, it, it's fascinating that to me the Big Twelve, the one that acted fast, is yes. the one in the most stability right now. It's f- well, very fascinating. Yeah, well, we talked about this when we were talking like this past summer. So it wasn't even their doing. It was they got teams taken away from them first, so they had to react first. Yeah, their, their hand was forced. No, was but they. They were proactive. No, they were proactive because if they didn't add UCF and those other teams, there was speculation that the Pac-12 was going to take Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Or I'm sorry, not Oklahoma. Oklahoma State. Uh, well, they only Baylor, added those Texas teams Tech. after Oklahoma and Texas announced they were leaving. Yeah, I know, well, but everyone was calling for the. Yeah. But everyone was calling for the Pac-12 to to take the remaining, and they were proactive and and oh. got teams in before the Pac-12 could get them. Sure, they yeah. had to. Well, yeah. the Pac-12 wasn't ready to move yet because at yeah. the time they hadn't lost USC and UCLA yet. So it was almost yeah. fortunate that the first domino that fell was the Big 12, so they could react first. Yeah. True, but I think I could name plenty of examples of conferences not reacting that it's hurt them. Not sure. getting yeah. fucked from the left and yeah. the right is not being proactive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, so NC state to me is an, is an interesting one because they're in a city. I could see them being appealing to even Raleigh the is 12. a growing city. One yeah. of the top five growing cities in the, in the country, which is unfortunate people quit moving here. All right, man. Traffic's <laughs> getting worse and worse. Uh, what about the Virginia schools? Virginia tech, I think fits perfectly in as far as fan base. That's another thing. The big 12 has going for them is they, their fans show up to all their, even the new schools they added. Yeah. 
they show up to their football and basketball games. That's yeah. one of the things that really hurts. When I look at the PAC 12 or the ACC, they yeah. have like four schools that no right. one supports their fucking like uh, PAC 12. It's, it's really like Stanford actually getting rid of UCLA might be a good thing uh, in that, <laughs> in that capacity, but Stanford and Cal, they don't show up to support. Now, part of that is, is Cal's also been, been pretty bad. You know, yeah. I think if you go back to when they had Aaron Rodgers, I think they were packing the crowd, but uh, the ACC, you know, I think has problems with Syracuse football games. I yep. think they have problems with. I know they have problems oh. with Boston College. The entirety of the yeah. ACC is a wine. Virginia, and crowd. Virginia, even North Carolina, who's been like decent, right. doesn't sell out their games. But that, but North Carolina doesn't have to worry about that. They get the pass. But uh, but yeah, I think the other schools have to have to really worry about that. Where do you think? Where do you think the Virginia schools? You think they would be on board with staying in the ACC, Nick? I could see potentially. Uh, Virginia Tech going to the, to the Big Twelve, maybe, but I don't. I don't see them having great options. So I think they might stay in a, in a newly formed ACC seven or eight years, you know, from now. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Kai. It says unrelated, but I've been riding uh, Colby and Moneyline Max basketball picks the last two Saturdays. So needless to say, I owe you a bottle of something. There we go, Kai. Shout UBA's out. UVA is probably a little bit on the, on the Georgia Tech level, except for not as good of a, a, of market. a market. So if you're looking at the Big Ten, the Big Ten will obviously be interested. In UNC, yeah, but maybe UVA also because I again, think the, the big, SEC and the Big Ten are interested in North Carolina. Yeah, here's but the thing: culturally and academically, UNC would fit better in the Big Ten. True, and but, so would UVA. They, I yeah, mean, the sure. uh, I don't think UVA would get the invite, buddy. UVA is an elite academic university. No one cares about that anymore. Big though. Ten does. <laughs> I disagree. Ten still cares about that. If, who did they? Who have? Who's the Big Ten taking on? Maybe Nebraska, I guess you could say, yes. is not in the elite. But UCLA, USC, both the elite academic universities. The reason that North Carolina they're is in not, the conversation. They weren't brought in because they're academics. The though, reason man. that Virginia. Well, here's what the, the Big Ten has been uh, sticklers for bringing on. What is it? The uh, I forget what the, the term is for like these special programs that um, are part of like the AAU, I think it is, um, where it's like, you know, e- elite. Accredited. Top- Top fifty universities or something, whatever the AAU stands for, yeah, I and I think UVA, North Carolina, both fall on that. I would assume uh, at least UCLA. I, I think you're. I, I really feel like UVA would be a stretch because they don't draw a TV number in basketball or football. I agree. Right. They would be less of a, a less attractive option. But if they got Rutgers in Maryland, in there, I think they would put Pitt in before Virginia. Mm, I don't know. Penn State might have something to say about that. Yeah. I think Penn State they would say, "Hey, fuck you! This is a big city." <laughs> they might ask Texas A and M fans how they how that worked out for them. They might. No, we don't want Texas in. Yeah, who cares? Maybe maybe the, maybe we're not even going to involve you in our phone calls. Greg Sankey involved everyone else and not A and M. See how much you mean to them, bitch boys um, for life. Well, guys, I do have a, a hat here filled with hot takes. Um, Yes. Shall we? Ha- and, have and we have we run this into the ground or is there I any think other we may points? Have. Yes. Okay, but hold on, hold on. Uh look at the uh do you get the new hot takes in there? Oh, I didn't we know. We have there two new, new we have two takes. new ones that need to be submitted into into this okay. from uh from well, if they're s- listeners, they automatically get read. Yes. Okay, so can yes. you read those ones? Because I don't have them in front of me. So we'll hot let's take start number off. one. Okay, go ahead. From Scott C one oh one. Shout out to him. He says Penn State will win a national championship before Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State. Hashtag Aller era begins. 
or a lar. Well, is that a lar? Have, it's it's a lar. Yeah, I fucked that up. I fucked that up. It's a lar. It's a lar. It's um, March, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's it's March, and that guy got like ten yeah. snaps last year. <laughs> uh, so we had a similar question last year. That, well, I'm sorry, last week, and it was could. Penn State win the Big Ten East, and could Alar be a Heisman candidate? Right, I think that was a question. Yeah, but I'll, I'll so tell this you this: one's a little bit different. What do you think? I think this one is more likely than the other one because the twelve-team playoffs coming in a year, and all you have to do is get in. Many years, Penn State's missed. Penn State won the Big Ten and didn't make the fourteen playoff. So, to me, uh, they could. Easily, I mean, how many? If you were to go back ten years, I think if you were to take the top twelve teams or whatever, anywhere or top eleven teams in your top group of five, I think Penn State would have been in a lot in a lot of those years. And Dude, that, Ohio State and Michigan have been knocking at that door. They're going to break through before Penn State. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Here's that a hot take: that. Penn State will win one more recently than Michigan State. I agree. <laughs> I think Penn State could before. Ohio, I mean, I don't think Ohio State will win it this year. I feel very very confident in that. And I mean, then I, look. I love it. It's a hot take. Well, to me, like There's if you get in the playoff, possible. if you get in the playoff, you got a shot. Yeah. Right. I mean, well, you got a quarterback. Ohio state and Michigan have been getting in the playoff already and they could do, they could do it this year. Michigan could win. It I don't think Ohio year. state will this year. I don't, I, I Probably think not, but I you think, never know. I think Texas A&M has better chances than Ohio state this Dude, year. Ohio get state here. Just Texas A&M won like four games last year. But they have, they have a very talented team and they brought in the fucking road rash face. All right. <laughs> State everything. Should have been the national champion this year. Let's be honest. What? They should have been Georgia. in the playoffs. They, well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> they can both be true at the like, same what time. What are you talking about? They can both be true at the same time. They were the better team than Georgia for 99% of that game. Yes. And they shit the bed at the end and let Georgia get the W and then they missed their field goal. If they win that, assuming that TCU did bust their load against uh, Michigan, Ohio state probably beats TCU and they're the national champion. Okay. But they shouldn't have been in. I agree with that. Yeah. So, um, so but Penn state four top 10 finishes in the last seven years, they'd probably be in that's a what I'm 12 saying. team playoff. And I, and I think Ohio state loses everybody this year. I think they're, they're due for regression. This they next do reload. Year. They will reload, but I'm saying two years from now is when I think they'll probably be national championship. Good. Colby side bet. Yeah. Who has a better record this year? Ohio state or Texas A&M? <laughs> put your money where your yeah. mouth is. There put, it is. Let me pull, pull up the schedule. The where fact your mouth that you're is. even wasting our time by pulling up the schedules right now is a <laughs> disrespect to, to our fans. <laughs> well, I mean, Ohio State's schedule's ass too. I feel like, right? Right. I think Ohio State has an easier schedule than A and M. Easily, you would think. Yeah. I don't think this is a, a question worth uh, entertaining here. <laughs> But I mean, Ohio State will be back in the playoff conversation again next year. They'll probably lose one game, two at most. Uh, That's what they do every year. I think this will be the worst Ohio State team in in a a few years. Do we know who their quarterback is? So what? They'd lose twice? Yeah, probably. (laughs) I think what? Oh, so Ohio State has at Notre Dame. Notre Dame sucks, though. Um, Yeah, this schedule sucks. Uh, Ohio State, worst case scenario, loses twice. Would you like to retract that statement about AM having a better chance to make the playoffs? Well, I do think AM will be a better they could be a better football team than Ohio State next year. But that, that that's not what you said. You said a better yeah. chance of making the playoffs. Okay, fair. Fair. <laughs> fair. You win that one, but I, I didn't have Ohio State's schedule in front of me. Now that I we have it did in front of the me. Big Ten schedule like two, I don't three remember ago, all man. that shit yet. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah. Penn State is not going to get the better. They could get the better of Ohio State. They had the better of them for sure. what, three quarters this yeah. year? 
To me, yeah. all you need is once you get in the playoff, Ohio State could get knocked off, Penn State could advance, get ball. You could draw a better team. Mm. You, you, you know, uh, it's possible. The playoff is where recruiting rankings kind of do factor, and I don't think Penn State has enough firepower and depth. Dude, if Penn State was to have drawn. I don't know some of those years. I guess TCU just made it to the next. Yeah, I'm about to say, what are you talking about? You, if Penn State drew the right team and Ohio State, let's say Alabama, Alabama's last year's team would would have been a further seed back, so maybe it would have been Ohio State and Bama in the in the in the first round in this in a 12 team playoff. Maybe something like that would happen where you you draw Alabama by default of them having a kind of a shaky year for their standards. Yeah, and all of a sudden Penn State. Draws, I don't know, nor, uh, Florida State. Then you'd be I like, like "Hey, I like the hot take." If they take a step forward, and and, and Alar really is like a, a Kerry Collins uh, 2.0, <laughs> then who knows? Maybe Penn Not State. Not a is. Wally Richardson. Yeah, <laughs> he played for the Ravens. Shit. Uh, right now, the Penn State will take that. Christian Hackenberg was in was it was in and out of the yeah. NFL faster Jeez. than fucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I I got yeah. the hat. Hold on, hold on. I got one more Twitter. I got one more Twitter. Well, let's switch it up. So okay, get, okay. Get Hop into the hat. In Hop into the hat. <laughs> Jump into that redskin hat. All right. <laughs> give me a, give me a sound bite on that one. All right. Cincinnati, BYU, Next UCF, time. or Houston will make the twelve team playoff before Texas and Oklahoma. <laughs> So the way possible. the way yeah. this reads is that one of those four new Big Twelve teams will make the twelve team playoff before both Texas and Oklahoma. I don't think it's that far fetched. I don't either. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, it it constitutes a hot take, I would say, because it's so ridiculous in terms of the value of those programs. But well, we just saw TCU do it, and they were in the whack like twenty years ago. So the, and they're in the Big same. Big going to be pretty wide open. It's not like. Kansas State, who won this past year, is that much? Their program is that much better than than UCF or Cincinnati or BYU or something. So, no, I think the Big Twelve is wide open. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would say that 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 probably will happen. Yeah. 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 I almost think that's that's probable. <laughs> All right, dive yeah. back into that hat. <laughs> All right. All right. See what we got here, folks. I can't forget. I, I forget who wrote that one. Was that me or you, Colby? I don't remember. I barely remember. I barely remember this morning. <laughs> All right. Jimbo Fisher. Perfect. Cause we were just talking Texas A&M Jimbo Fisher will be fired before Steve Sarkeesian. This is a great one. <laughs> this is a great one because both could be fired this year. This one's great. This is a great question. Who Entertaining. first? I mean, I think Sark first. Who? I think Sark first. Mainly because Jimbo's buyout is still gigantic. Yeah. So he's been, I, I, he's, now, he's been there longer though. So you think Sark might have a little bit more of a leash? No, True. not at Texas. They're jumping into the SEC next year. You, if Texas goes seven and five this year, he's fired. Where Jimbo? Now here's the thing: if Jimbo goes four and eight again, or five and seven, he's fired. But I I do think that still they're gonna still have to pony up something like seventy six million dollars. So I I just think that in general they might say give him one more if year. If they're both seven and five, I think Jimbo stays and 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 Sark's, and Sark's fired. fired. Yeah. Okay. So how about right. this? All right. So Texas A&M has a buy on October twenty first. They're gonna beat New Mexico. They're gonna beat ULM. If they lose at Miami, Damn. Tennessee at Tennessee, Bama, Arkansas. What if they're 
What is there? There. What if they're two and four entering that bye? They're not losing at Miami. If that last <laughs> year's team right. was awful you're and they probably. beat Miami, yeah. What if? Well, what if they're three and four? What if they beat New Mexico, Miami, ULM, but then lose to Auburn, Arkansas, Bama, and Tennessee? <laughs> what if they're they're below five hundred going into the they, bye? They still wouldn't fire them there. They would wait to the end of the year because I think the buyout drops. Right. Yeah. I mean, I do think that they just tied themselves up so tight with his contract. It seems like that's so yeah. much money. Yeah. The buyout's but insane. A&M is the one school that could say, you know what? I've had enough. Fuck yeah. this. You know what I mean? Like uh, I'd still All say right, Sark well, what, for, for me. So I say Sark. Texas has a buy on October 14th. What if they are two and four? What if they beat rice and Wyoming and they lose to Bama, Baylor, Kansas, and Oklahoma two and four. That's certainly possible. I mean, it's certainly possible. The only stretch there is Kansas, but Kansas always plays Texas pretty decently historically. You know what I mean? Like the past five years, at least here's Um, a wild card too. Here's a wild card. What if Sark gets back on the bottle or, uh, or you want the other wild card? What if Bobby Petrino starts trying to fuck volleyball (laughs) students again? You know what I mean? Or, or, or Durkin is DC or or Adazio does something. I mean, there's just there's fireworks all over college stations, just ready to fucking go off. There's landmines. It's fantastic. Let me point. tell you what. Joel Osteen lives in Houston, Texas. Make the call. Make the call. And Wait, well, who's he a fan of? Uh, I'm a. Fi- I'm figuring uh, if if they got A and M, you know, A and M's closer to Houston, right? Yeah, but I don't think it's. I don't think that it's drastically. Oh, I think okay. it's like. I think it's like an hour, if if even. Um, I don't know. It, it's very compelling. Call up the boosters. My answer is Sarkeesian. I think you're right. I think you're right too. Okay, di- dive in. Uh, uh, why don't you give a, a listener one? Okay, here we go. Where, let me find this one. Um, this is from at all. No, at a Weber Joe. Uh, Joe Weber. I know Joe Weber. How you doing, Joe? Uh, <laughs> DJU. Will be benched before the end of the season due to poor performance. Oh well, that's a hot happened take. Last year happened last year, <laughs> but Oregon State. You know, here's the difference: Brandon Streeter. I I don't trust as a coach. I do trust Jonathan Smith. I don't think this will happen, but it is a hot take. It is. I yeah, because go ahead. Oh, I I give, s- I, it, it is a hot take because I think people are expecting. Oregon State to be improved because the quarterback play should be improved. So it is a hot take. I like it. It could happen. I, I don't think it will because I think even DJU gives him the, the like just just him being mobile makes him better than dude. Go Branson was throwing like three picks a game. So DJU right. would have to throw like six picks a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I DJU did what he did last year at Clemson. That's a vast improvement. Right. In in, in uh, Corvallis. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's almost like, all right. So if you're going to bench him, who, who, who do you play over him? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, and if go, go Branson's such, such a lawn chair that I would rather have, I would rather if you, even if DJ, you threw four picks, I'm like, no, cause if they blitz, he could still run for 10 yards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or he could just Mickey mouse this shit and figure a way to get six yards he's or something. Big. Yeah. Yeah. Lean behind he, your he's shoulder got pads. The, the big Ben, but I actually right. believe Jonathan Smith's. Yeah. I him. think, have I think good- watch out. Hey, uh, quick one from in the chat, BSIP. And we mentioned Drake May a little bit uh, last week. Drake May will be a Heisman winner next season. You have to have a winning, you have to have like a good record. And yeah. I think that's the thing that scares me most about the. Let's, let's look at the Carolina schedule real quick. Yeah. But I mean, I think they get 
they have a, a tough out of conference schedule. Yeah, they have ten Power Fives because they have South Carolina and Minnesota, and then they also have Appalachian State. So the last time they played App State at home, they took an L. Well, and they lost Phil Longo. They could easily be zero and four. They could easily be. They could be one and five. <laughs> I mean, the for sure wins. Even Campbell's not a bad FCS, <laughs> but I'm saying uh, they'll beat Campbell. I mean, Florida A and M gave them a game last year. So yeah, I don't see him winning the Heisman, but he could put up some some pretty silly stats. He could be in the mix if you said a Heisman finalist. You know, how many wins in New York? How many wins for him to get the Heisman? Eight, nine. I think it's more than eight. Nine and nine and three. I think. Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to to take a deep dive and, and see the, the 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 record of the past ten Heisman winners. Yeah, I think you have to have a pretty much. They, I'm double they digit. You got to be double digit, and you probably have to be making pretty electric plays. Yeah, uh, he's I capable of that. Yeah, not, I mean, not, not happening. Be sip. I like it though. Yeah. Man. Uh, Myron Kid is in the chat, and his one is pretty. Shout out to Myron. He goes, uh, Michael Penix Jr. will be a Heisman finalist. I don't know that that's a hot take because I think that is. Coming into the year, I think every publication is going to have him as a Heisman finalist for this year. Finalist in Washington thing. won ten games last year. Yeah, eleven, I think. Right, at least ten. Yeah. They won double digits. Yeah, I yeah. don't think Penix is coming in with enough heat that without an undefeated season or a, you know, a top a playoff berth that he's getting in. I think they have to get in the playoffs for him to get consideration. Oh, so who has the better chance, Penix or May? I would say Penix. Agreed. Yeah, yeah I mean, he returns his OC. And those he, a lot of those receivers could have gone pro came back. Right. I think Washington's going to be pretty loaded. Rob Donaldson said, "Who is this year's Tulane?" Mm-hmm. East should have prepped East, for this a little better. East Carolina. <laughs> Last week we we did who is this year's TCU. So how about this year's oh, Tulane? Like it's got to come from Tulane a group of five. Is Tulane? How about that? <laughs> no, I got answers for you. I got answers for you right here, buddy. All right, UTSA. Hey, that game is that game is at Tulane. Perfect. We 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 just mentioned last week the uh, AAC schedule, and it it wraps up last week of the season. UTSA at Tulane. What are you going to so do? It might, it might come down to that. What are you going to do when UTSA heads into Knoxville and pulls off the upset? No oh, man, I fucking love that. <laughs> Let's go. Let, let me. Let's where, go. Where's GBO Farms? Where's Alan yeah. Cooley? Where's GBO Farms been? Season season stopped. He's I'm out. I'm out. Nobody's got to do a welfare yeah. check on GBO Farms. <laughs> what about what about well, Boise? Tulane was two and ten, and then they go what eleven and two or twelve and two the following year. So who could be it with a team? That I don't was think that UTSA bad? having won what twelve games the last yeah, two like, years. Yeah, yeah, constitutes. I mean, so well, who, okay. who had a terrible record that could have a really good year uh, in the group of five? Mm. I would say. I mean, Nick, you're gonna you're gonna jump into Colorado State. Um, <laughs> I might have learned my lesson after last year. I already got mine picked. Uh, I know who it is. I'm trying to think because SMU had a winning record. Who had a losing record last year? South Florida, but that's year that's one. That's it. Of it's, U- it's USF. Galesh. I actually no. I, I'm going to say it's Florida Atlantic with Tom Herman. How about Utah State? They were six and seven. Oh, last that's year. a good one. That's a good the, one. The, the year before they won shit, ten games or eleven 10 games. games right? or yeah, yeah. Well, they're not that far. They're, they're not that far away. I would say JMU, but we were freaking awesome last year. So I guess oh, that, there you oh, go. Oh, come on. How about App State? Six and yeah, six. six and six last year. They could be. That counts. Easily, that easily. counts. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, dive back into that hat, and then this is the All last right. one, and then we'll get, we're gonna hop into another another. Uh, and Myron Kidd saying Tennessee will underperform next season. Do not trust Joe Milton. 
Patty C. We shall see. Oh, I think a simplified <laughs> system may make him a uh, trustworthy quarterback. We didn't think uh freaking <laughs> 10 passes, 10 attempts per game. Uh, who was the guy at uh, they had last year? I'm drawing uh, a blank. Hendon Hooker Hooker yeah. at Virginia tech, 10 attempts to 10 game. Now he's a Heisman finalist or whatever. Milton might what? be the same thing guys. I swear I'm picking these out randomly, but it, it fits in. It dovetails nicely. Tulane will run the table as a G five next year. Well, obviously they're G five, they're G five every year, but uh, <laughs> they will run the table undefeated. Mm, that seems unlikely. They got to play. They're hosting Ole Miss. Winnable. <laughs> That's they winnable. knocked off Kansas state at home last year. I mean, they beat USC. Yeah, that too. Obviously Michael Pratt could win Heisman and he'd be I mean, he would be the best looking Heisman winner oh since to die that reason. It's possible. And looking at their schedule, it's possible. All right. Well, look. Let's let's sign on out of this one. We have another college football episode up, folks. All right, where we're going to break down the Mac schedule that just got released today. And the Sun Belt, dude. The, I was going to say that next. The say sun, sun Belt, belt first, okay? Oh. Put some respect on the Sun Belt. Don't oh, never say the Mac in front of the Sun Belt. Come on. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> until they start owning Tuesday and Wednesday nights. No, I'm joking. Um, yeah, Sun Belt and Mac schedule next, and then obviously later tonight the College Basketball Experience. That episode will drop around nine nine p.m. Pacific, uh, so midnight Eastern. But there's another college football episode. Stick around. Appreciate everyone listening to the college football experience, but we got another episode on deck. So until well, give it, give it five minutes here. This is the college football experience. Make sure you subscribe by the way to the college football experience, college basketball experience, college baseball experience, and uh, give it over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review, please. Come on, do it. All right. Until five minutes. This is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. You get ripped apart. Save the cookie cutter mother for 106 apart. Huh? Cause of your liquor, will I sip your heart? You never dumb it down, dog. If you're smart, I throw out a couple of lines. Bite is a quick to cross. This year you want a dick to lie. Piss you off, it goes. Tits and bras, lips and jaws. I use my common sense to see the bitch and all. Good thing you got the market corner. Kids and malls. Grip the bag, drop it as you slip and fall off. Another career spear. Thanks for trying to block. You get an A for effort and an F for shut the fuck. Up. Here's a hint. Put down the mic, you catch a glimpse. And keep them eyes wide when you see me. Mike Sass sees them. So when you see him, you got a good reason to look. Catch a glimpse. Cause I'm genuinely involved Beyond gathering names to build up my money 